Hey everyone, welcome to Gina's Groove. Finally, I am so excited to be recording episode one today. Um, right now it's Friday, March 19th. Um, this will be up on Monday, so hopefully when you're hearing this, nothing crazy with technology happened and it's Monday. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited to be launching this and I'm so excited for everyone to hear it. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, so in today's episode, I am going to talk about Folklore by Taylor Swift. Now, I know some may be skeptical of this album because of the name of it. Um, I myself, I was skeptical about the album and it definitely took time to grow on me. Um, but it definitely got me through hard times, so I'm completely grateful to Taylor Swift for that. (laughs) Um, however, I, at first listen, like a few months ago, um, I don't feel like Taylor is trying too hard with this. I feel like she's just seamlessly shifting into another era after Lover. Um, and despite this kind of shift in sound, I feel like in this album she totally proves that she's a storyteller at heart. So, of course, you're going to wonder, well, Gina, why do you think that what makes this so special? So, I'm just going to go track by track and explain. So, this album starts out with a track called The One, and this is definitely setting the tone for the album, and it's kind of, in a sense, going to, like, it's doing like a back-to-basics kind of thing. Um, It starts out with piano, and she's talking about a relationship that she really wanted to work out, but she's still rooting for this guy. She says it would have been fun if you would have been the one, Um, and it would have been sweet if it could have been me. So, obviously... She wanted things to work out, but they didn't. So, if you're in that situation, this is the song for you. Then track two, Cardigan. Starts out with soft piano, and it definitely, to me, sets the mood for a rainy day. Um, It's, for me, perfect for a rainy day drive, or just if you're inside getting warm by the fire, I guess. Um, She says in the song, when you're young, they assume you know nothing, and... Immediately when I heard that for the first time, I kind of thought about how the world kind of, like, she's in the spotlight all the time, and she was kind of seen as, like, this young teenager in the spotlight, I guess. Um, She definitely talks about that in her documentary on Netflix, Miss Americana. If you haven't checked it out, please do so. Um, And she talks about, later in the song, she says, you put me on and said I was your favorite. So... The way I perceive this is with all this stuff going on with her in the media, the Kanye West stuff, um, there was someone to comfort her when the world did not, basically. And I feel like if you have listened to her album Reputation, you know that this is a kind of continued theme of there was someone that stepped in and gave her the comfort that the world didn't and was there for her and let her know that she was special. Um, And... She says in the song, too, you drew scar, you drew stars around my scars, and now I'm bleeding. So, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought she was happy in this relationship. But it sounds like, to me, somehow she got hurt, but at least temporarily. She goes on to say, I knew you'd haunt my what-ifs. I knew you'd cu- I'd curse you for the longest time. I knew you'd come back to me. Of course, not in that order. Um, but... That kind of left me, I was like, as a listener, hmm, are things good now or are they not? Um, 
so then we go into track three, The Last Great American Dynasty. And she paints this picture of this couple, Bill and Rebecca. And they owned a house in Rhode Island. Which, if you know Taylor Swift, who also owns a house in Rhode Island, she does. And it talks about in the song how Rebecca basically kind of ruins everything. She talks about how Rebecca filled the pool with champagne. And she goes on to say, there goes the last great American dynasty. There goes the most shameless woman this town has ever seen. So, really, it sounds like Rebecca owned the house in Rhode Island that Taylor now owns. Um, And she goes on to even admit it. She says, and then it was bought by me. I had a marvelous time ruining everything. So, I thought, hmm, well, how is she ruining everything? She's just chilling in Rhode Island. Um, But I kind of thought, oh, wait, well, her house is probably in an area where she has neighbors and she'll likely have people outside of her house, like, just wanting to, like, see her. Um, And, two, like, how the world kind of views Taylor Swift. That's how I interpreted that song. Then we move into track four, Exile, which is one of my absolute favorites on this album. It starts out with this kind of almost, like, dark, ominous (laughs) piano And I feel like this is also great for a rainy day or when you just feel depressed and you need, like, a ballad. Um, It features Bon Iver, who is kind of an indie folk artist, if you don't know who that is. And it starts out with his verse, and it kind of paints a picture of a couple having issues that have previously happened, but they don't really talk about it until now. Um, And then Taylor does a second verse. She basically talks about how she's given this guy chances, but she's not the problem anymore. She's leaving. Um, And it's about how they didn't hear each other out, but they both kind of interpreted it as they gave each other signs that things were not going well. But all in all, they did not have open communication whatsoever. Um, So if you're being left on red right now, if you're not getting that text back... This is a song for you. Then when we move into track five, which is My Tears Ricochet. I, at first listen, I thought if you have heard The Archer, which is on Lover, this is definitely her darker, older sister. Um, It sounds like it's kind of a dead woman talking at her own funeral. And I thought, hmm, could it be Rebecca talking to Bill? You know, the lady from The Last Great American Dynasty? Hmm. Um, so then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Could it have been dialogue between Rebecca and Bill in the song Exile? This is all stuff to unpack. This album, it's a lot to unpack, which is, it makes sense for a podcast episode. Um, and she says in My Tears Ricochet, I didn't have it in myself to go with Grace. If I'm dead to you, then why were you at the wake? And she goes on to say, I can't, I can go anywhere I want, just not home. So that kind of left me hanging. I said, hmm, it has to be, there has to be some kind of, like, conflict with Bill and Rebecca. Um, so, yeah, that one, it didn't really resonate with me. It sounds absolutely beautiful and echoey and totally indie, but 
haven't really gotten like a full thought on that one. Anyway, we go into number track number six, Mirrorball. This is definitely great for summer when the sun is going down. Maybe you have a bonfire at the beach. It's definitely a almost a bohemian vibe, but not really. Starts out with some twangy guitar, and the chorus has beautiful falsettos. It's so dreamy. Um, and she says, I'm a mirror ball. I'll show you every version of yourself tonight. And that, the theme of the song kind of makes me think she's definitely with someone she can be herself around. So this links back to Cardigan or even Call It What You Want, which is a song off of Reputation, if you've heard that album. If not, totally recommend that. So I'm thinking it's probably her now boyfriend, Joe, who she's been with for like two years, that she can kind of show all sides of herself too, and he's not, like, judgy. So then we go on to track seven, which is literally called Seven. Um, this starts with piano and falsetto. It's very relaxing. To me, it sounds like it's about Taylor as a child, maybe on a swing, swinging over a stream, and kind of the innocence of being a child, and possibly those conversations with the like childhood bestie (laughs) of moving away someday and having this grand dream. Um, I will be honest, the song did not really resonate with me, but it is very beautiful. Then we go into track eight, which is August. One of my absolute favorites on this album. This is definitely an end of summer bop. Um, She says, but I can see us lost in a memory. August slipped away into a moment in time. So, To me, she's definitely talking about a summer love that she wants to continue, but it's really just innocent, naive love, and it sounds like it wasn't really, like, a relationship. There wasn't really a label on it, although her and whoever she was with spent plenty of time together throughout the summer, and for my life, I kind of think of it as, of course, the end of summer, the like, reminiscing on the memories you spent with friends, and I will say the drop at the bridge of this song is probably the absolute best part. 10 out of 10 recommend August. So, then we go into track 9, which is This Is Me Trying. It starts out out with some drums, which almost reminds me of Don't Hurt Yourself by Beyonce, which is a song off of Beyonce's album Lemonade. Um, If you've heard that, you might know what I'm talking about. I feel like if you've also heard Afterglow off of Taylor's album Lover, I feel like this is her older sister. Um, In this song, she's making an effort to make some relationship work, but she's really struggling at doing so. And I feel like this song is for you if you're really trying to make a relationship, a friendship, or even a family relationship work. Or even if you're unfortunately struggling with addiction and you're just trying to break that. Then we go into track 10, which is Illicit Affairs. If you've heard Taylor's song Last Kiss, which I believe is on Speak Now, um, Illicit Affairs kind of gives me the vibe of that song with the guitar in the beginning. Um, Some people, I've read about it because I was kind of confused when I first heard it. Some people think it's about infidelity, but some people think it's about her relationship with her now boyfriend, Joe. Um, I think it could be about the relationship that was alluded to in August, you know, that young, naive love. Um, I feel like it's definitely about a love triangle where she doesn't want the other woman to know that she's basically fooling around. Um, 
And she says in the song, you taught me a secret language, I can't speak with anyone else. So it's definitely, the song itself feels very like intimate and like she's, of course, as Taylor does, letting you into her diary. Um, But I'm not sure if this is even about her. Um, We'll continue to unpack that, of course, as I go on and talk. Um, Then we go to track number 11, which is Invisible String. So, the beginning of this song kind of reminds me of her classic hit, Our Song. But I also feel like if you like the song Cherry by Harry Styles, you'll really like the instrumentation in this song. I feel like it's about how you're in a relationship and you're two-piece in a pod. You're tied by that invisible string and it talks about how this relationship kind of gets her out of a dark time. Um, So she's definitely repeating that theme. Then we go into track 12, Mad Woman. Um, This sound is very similar to Cardigan. Um, She talks about how she, how there is a woman pursued as crazy and hostile and kind of how the society perceives her. Um, I'm thinking it could be about Rebecca again, but I think it's maybe about her own life and about the whole situation with Scooter Braun and trying to get her masters back. So, ladies, if a man has ever said, you're crazy, you're insane, or anything of that sort, this is a song for you. You can probably relate to this. Um, And just how people perceive you, I guess. Um, This kind of gives me, thematically, Look What You Made Me Do vibes or Blank Space vibes with the lyrics. Uh, Track 13, Epiphany. The intro kind of gives me the vibe of something the 1975 would put out because it's very dreamy and echoey. Um, I had to dive deep into this song and really find out what it was about before I, of course, recorded this. Um, And Taylor is kind of telling the story about her grandfather's service in the military and kind of about um, getting away from a harsh reality and dreams. This theme, the theme of this song could even relate if you struggle with PTSD, and even if you've just had a rough time this year due to COVID, um, you could definitely relate to this song. For the outro, it, the outro especially, and kind of the overall vibe of the song, it somehow reminds me of Ghost and by Ariana Grande, but I could not explain how, just the vibe, I guess, for lack of better words. And then we have track 14, which is Betty, and this is definitely a fan favorite. Granted, it didn't, it didn't totally resonate with me yet. Um, it'll probably take a few more listens to the whole album for that, for it to do so. Um, but it gives me definitely strong, like, country Taylor Swift vibes. Um, if you've heard her song, I believe it's called Never Grow Up. I believe that's also on Speak Now. It gives me that vibe. It's definitely, once again, about a young, naive love, and it also kind of reminds me of her song Love Story. And this song is from the perspective of someone named James, who is the guy basically talking about Betty, and he talks about how his relationship with Betty was a summer thing. So I'm thinking, hmm, you mean the song August? (laughs) Um, And he says something about, you heard the rumors from Inez. So, I'm thinking, is Inez the other woman in the love triangle in Illicit Affairs? And in this song, James kind of 
takes accountability. He admits he's wrong, and he claims, at least, that he misses Betty. And then we move on to track 15, which is Peace. Um, in this song, Taylor sounds like she's kind of taking accountability, but she's still willing to fight for the guy that she loves. She says, but there's robbers to the east, clowns to the west. And y'all, when I heard that song, I said, wait a minute. Whose last name is West? Kanye West. So is she saying Kanye West is a clown? If so, I think that's hilarious and love that for her. Um, She also says, would it be enough if I could never give you peace? So I kind of interpreted that as whoever she dates is automatically in the public eye too and they just can't rest. Track 16, Hoax. She talks about, in this song, she says things like, The only hoax I believe in, no other shade of blue but you, I am ash from your fire. So, I feel like she's kind of continuing to talk about the same guy, probably Joe. And she talks about, kind of, the idea that she loves him and she wouldn't choose anyone else. And she's kind of a part of him at this point. And a lyric that really stood out to me, she said, You know I left a part of me in New York. You know it hurts underneath from my scars when they pulled me apart. But what you did is just as dark. I'm not sure what he did, but I feel like she's kind of saying, Oh, 1989, Taylor is gone. I've survived the snake memes. I feel better now. And then we move on to track 17, which is The Lakes. I feel like I don't know my instruments well. But I believe there's like a violin in the beginning. And she talks about these hunters with cell phones. And she says, take me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. I heard that and I was like, wow. So I'm thinking she's over the spotlight. She's over the whole, oh, Taylor Swift and her squad. She likes the whole like folklorian lifestyle and she likes privacy. She also says, I'm setting off but not without my muse. So basically, so she wants to have this private life but not without Joe. So to talk about the last track, The Lakes, I feel like this is the perfect song for moving out of your hometown, embarking on a big move, or just your next big step in life. So that was a mouthful. (laughs) To conclude, I think this album is perfect for sitting by a warm fire, even meditating, or getting cozy by a candle, or simply just relaxing if you need to take a breath from everything going on with COVID. So, I think this is a great album, of course. Um, Shout out to Stephanie (laughs) Godwin-Gewen. She recently got married. (laughs) Um, She suggested this for me to review and talk about on my first episode, and I'm glad she did. So, that's all for Gina's Groove today. Um, Please let me know on my Instagram what you want to hear next week, and I can't wait to film the next episode. Thanks for listening.